no running water. There's barely any food left. These temperatures are below freezing right now, and there is no heat. I mean, these are not conditions that people can live in. And on top of that, people can't get out. No supplies can get in. This is your special evening report, day 15 of the Russia-Ukraine war, Thursday, March 10th, 2022. More than two weeks into the Russia-Ukraine war, Thursday, Russia and Ukraine's foreign ministers held a 90-minute in-person meeting in Turkey, which, according to the New York Times, did not end in any type of deal to end the war. Also Thursday, U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield stated that Russia is committing war crimes in Ukraine. This statement following Wednesday's airstrike that ruined a Mariupol Children's and Maternity Hospital. She is now the highest-ranking U.S. official to accuse Russia of war crimes. Thomas-Greenfield told BBC Thursday that Russia's attacks, quote, cannot be justified by any way, end quote. Mariupol, the southern seaport city, according to ABC News Today, is facing a heartbreaking humanitarian crisis. Here's what ABC reporter Maggie Ruley had to say about the city. I think you described it perfectly, Terry. I mean, it's like watching a horror movie practically play out time and time again. You know, Mary Oblum in particular, there were supposed to be these ceasefires. The deputy mayor there saying no one could get out because the bombings and the shellings simply never stopped. We're seeing videos of huge craters that opened up just today. I mean, uh, the officials there are saying Russians are trying to encircle the city, comparing it to a medieval siege at this point. And, you know, Terry, what's uh, so hard to even think about is to remember there are hundreds of thousands of civilians still trapped inside this city. They've been living with near constant bombings now for more than nine days. The ICRC is saying you know, it's a humanitarian crisis that is just turning dire. There's no running water. There's barely any food left. These temperatures are below freezing right now and there is no heat. I mean, these are not conditions that people can live in. And on top of that, people can't get out. No supplies can get in. So without these types of humanitarian corridors, which it appears as if they cannot hold, I mean, we are looking at many humanitarian crises playing out in real time on a just a massive, unthinkable scale and scope. The AP says, according to local officials with Red Cross in the city, a black market has been set up for vegetables, meat is currently unavailable, and people are now stealing gasoline from cars. On day 15, the Ukrainian military's general staff said that Russian forces were trying to encircle Kyiv, moving from north and west, but their advance has slowed down or even stopped due to Ukrainian troops. According to the Associated Press, Ukrainian forces drove Russians out of a nearby village, which had a road leading to the capital city. A new update for you this evening, the 40-mile-long Russian convoy that has been stalled outside of the capital city has dispersed with armored units heading north of the city as well as into forests, according to Maxar Technology and the Associated Press. The Associated Press also reported Thursday that they interviewed a mother who was a victim to a roadside forest ambush. Her 14-year-old daughter was recovering in a hospital after being shot in the hand and her husband undergoing surgery. The family's car was ambushed with gunfire from a roadside forest as they tried to flee the area. Her husband, the driver, drove frantically with blown-out tires, a gunshot wound to the head and fingers. Day 15 of the war, 2.3 million refugees have fled Ukraine, according to the New York Times. A sad broadcast this evening, and since this is my broadcast, I have to say, my intention with my special evening report is never, ever to leave my listeners feeling sad 
or overwhelmed, but to leave you feeling up to date on the history that is happening around us. However, I can fully acknowledge myself that what I'm talking about is extremely sad and extremely overwhelming. It's more than that. It's an extremely deep level of heartbreak that we're all listening to and having to watch. Now I say this because the American Psychological Association, APA, says that due to a recent survey, Americans are stressed out due to rises in prices due to inflation, supply chain issues, global uncertainty, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and an overall fear of Russia retaliating with nuclear war or cyber attacks. So, no, it's not just you feeling this way. It's not just me. A lot of America is having these feelings that are very real and very valid. So again, I'm not here to ruin your day. I am just here to update you and hopefully bring you just a tiny bit of perspective on the things going on outside of us. As we round out our Thursday evening here in the U.S. near 11 p.m. Eastern and almost 6 a.m. in Ukraine, I want to pray that Ukraine can remain strong and courageous during this historic and heartbreaking time. This has been your special evening report of Thursday, March 10th, 2022, day 15 of the Russia-Ukraine war. I'm Jordi Blaine, and you've been listening to Jordi Radio. To be free, to be free in this American dream. Oh, help me believe. Life is more than what we've been told it's supposed to be. Free.